Listening to Inside San Diego Magazine, our brand new podcast about making the issue. We're doing it every month and we're giving you an insider's look into how we put this thing together. <laughs> I am editor in chief Erin Glenny. With me is senior editor Archana Ram. Hi. And we have a very special guest today. She got over the border through Comic Con traffic, all of that. Veronica <laughs> Hernandez. Welcome. Hola. Thank you. She is with Object Boutique. We'll talk about that more later. Um, first of all, we're going to just give you some issue highlights. This is the August issue we're talking about um, on sale now. And we just ha- we met some really interesting people this month. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Bowen. So I went over to the San Diego Police Headquarters on Broadway on very east Um with with Elisa, one of our our designers, and we interviewed this sketch artist, and he was so fascinating because he just likes doodling, and he put himself <laughs> through this whole certification program, and you kind of think, well, what what good do those drawings do? But he actually had a bunch of stories of catching these people, these you know rapists and thieves and stuff, based on something he drew based on someone's memory of while they were like being assaulted and having these like stressful situations and they were like well his eyes were kind of wide set you know and it was just so interesting just hearing everything but the guy he's got this big book of um body parts like he'll have a whole page of just wide based noses and he'll be like was it like that was it like this because everyone has a different version and they're all trying to communicate and anyway he comes out with these beautiful composite sketches and um shout out to gary bowen thanks for letting us in and 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 what's um, his side hustle i think that his side hustle is the funniest thing okay this guy does dog portraits for like a side (laughs) business he doesn't have an etsy store he doesn't even have a website set up or an instagram or anything it's just word of mouth and it is very very thriving and he showed us on his phone a lot of the portraits and they were so good and i came back right and i was like archie <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta get teddy's i'm doing it <laughs> portrait i mean they're really good this guy can really i say doodle but it's like way more sophisticated than that and he's, he's just using a mechanical gra- graphite pencil mm-hmm. and archival paper and he's catching bad guys so it was pretty cool anyway the next person that was here, another highlight is Ira Glass. He is actually coming to the Balboa Theater. Uh, I believe it is August 27th. He is, um, in case you're not familiar, he's on The American Life. It's a radio series. This American Life, excuse me. They help produce cereal, which is like probably what most people know. Huge, huge. And if you're listening to a podcast, maybe that was your gateway (laughs) drug podcast. That was mine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Dan Letchworth, our beloved copy chief, is a huge, huge fan. Huge, 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 huge. And he was so nervous and I was like, just have a beer, talk to him. (laughs) And I said, he does this all day long. He talks to people. And anyway, they had this wonderful conversation and, um, he totally got to geek out. And I love that. Like, you know, every, we all have our different interests and we mm-hmm. all get to pursue whatever. And it just made his day. And I said, you can now you can brag about that for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys laughed together. And, and it was a good conversation. The guy's really smart. They're both smart. Um, and then in our food and drink section, 
do you want to tell us? Yeah, we're talking about cannabis. So, you know, it's not about the Cheech and Chong version of cannabis. It's about these really sophisticated dinner parties that are happening all across San Diego. These really buzzy chefs are creating eight, 12 course meals centered around cannabis. They use the buds, they do infusions. And I do have to note, you need a medical marijuana card in order to dine at this party. But one of our writers talked, uh, Christina Christina Orlovsky-Page, she talked to different chefs, different organizers who are doing this. And the cool thing is like, they're like, it's not like you just like throw some weed and you make some magic brownies. It's a really sophisticated, elevated thing. And to make that taste good in the food that you're using, there's a certain finesse. So she's talking about some upcoming dinners that are happening, and that's in our food section. Um, very cool, trendy thing happening. And also this idea that you kind of have to like bring everybody to this like buzz or high, mm-hmm. you know, like it's 12 courses. I mean, you don't want people like freaking out on the course Totally. Two. You have to have like a certain progression. You can't have people <laughs> tripping yeah. up by course two. I would probably be the worst dinner guest. I would be just so, um, what is it, paranoid? Yeah. <laughs> Come inside of my yeah. Just, yeah. But, it, I mean, it's an, it's interesting, the whole thing. Anyway, you got to read the story. Yeah, very, very cool. Page 50. Page 50 on that one. <laughs> and um, a feature story I'm so excited about in this issue is the Oceanside Revolution. So, if you don't know, Oceanside is a super cool place these days. Lots of cool restaurants, bars, community events. Um, You know, it it has retained a lot of that chill, surfer, laid-back culture, but some really cool creatives are changing the vibe of this place. Davin Waite with the Wrench and Ronan Sea Bass Gastropub, funniest name ever. Um, He's one of the pioneers in the sustainability movement with food there. And so we set off our food critic and editor-at-large, Troy Johnson, over there. And he spent a bunch of days there being basically Sherpa'd around Oceanside, learning about what is it that makes this place tick. And he gets this great narrative story that delves into the history, why this area was neglected in the past, what's made it different, how they're battling with the change. Because sometimes too much change is kind of not good for a place and because you know he has a lot of places to recommend to eat and drink there's a whole spread of where you need to eat drink get some culture there's beautiful photos I'm really excited about that one that is on page 90 really cute photos in that one take a look it's really cool yeah that was a great story um, okay and our fifth issue highlight I'm trying to make this franchise happen <laughs> called from the archives and I, a lot of people, if you don't know, we are the nation's oldest city regional magazine. So we go back to 1948 and we have all the pages um, in bound copies. And we also have this online database. And we went to look at um, a best of San Diego feature that we did in 19, actually it's pretty recent, 1996. It was just so funny how much was similar and how much had changed. I mean, Kimberly Hunt was there in the pages and she's still here on our TV. And there were certain, you know, it was just funny. Like there was Applebee's and there were all these chains and things that that we figure people know about and they we don't need to tell them. And um, this, this best of, they started with a reader poll and it was a mail-in poll. And... Um, then they also did this, you know, the sort of editorializing at the end and and they kind of tried to make it funny, but in a way it was like sort of mean and it was, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, it was funny. But so I kind of um, 
just made some notes and I just gave a few highlights. And um, one of the thing's best local website was San Diego Magazine. <laughs> wow, imagine that. And so I gave a little bit of historical content, context and um, essentially we had not launched that. We didn't launch it until 1995. So it had only been launched the year before. And we were actually the first city regional magazine in the country to have a website. But um, And I actually asked David, who's our producer over here, David M at sdmag.com, if you want to sponsor. (laughs) David looked up when we registered the URL. And we actually had a couple because this first one... And it's so funny in, in print. We now we don't like the www, obviously, but mm-hmm. back then we wrote out http colon the two backslashes www, and it was San Diego hyphen online dot com. Just clunky, just clunky. like oh. how like the ut was like sign on San Diego, like, <laughs> and it's just so funny. But you know, there's like references to Cheers and and Jason Ostell. He's an NBC guy. Or no, now he's moved to um, KUSI, and he was doing a comedy traffic school back then. So it was like we were seeing these names, and it was like, oh my God, now you've done this. Oh, this guy just gave $3 million to cancer research, but he was a top lawyer or whatever. It was, it was just interesting. So I did a little bit of that on the back page from the archives. All right, now we're going to talk a little thing called cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. What did not make it into the issue? Mm-hmm. This one's online, though. You can see this, this one online. is online. So if you guys don't know, pictures dictate a lot of what we do. Is that it? You know, we want to tell a good story, but we and also has to look really good. So we were really excited, and we still are, about this new bar restaurant, Hundred Proof in Hillcrest. It's from the same team behind Trust. We are big fans of Trust over here, and we're so excited that they finally opened Hundred Proof in the former uh, sausage and meat location on Park Boulevard. Um, love the place. Somehow the photos just didn't translate to be the opening page of our food section. It didn't have that bam quality. It just sort of, I don't know if it needed people in it. It needed, it needed a little more, a, a punch, uh, something it needed. And we ended up putting that on the cutting room floor. But we've done a first, first look at it so you can find all the photos on, and the information about it written by Troy Johnson on our website. But what we ended up putting in was Viewpoint Brewing Co. It's a Del Mar's first brew pub. Very excited. Their first brewery. Um, and, you know, something about seeing the lagoon, seeing the outdoor patio just made us feel like we want to be there. That's a question we ask ourselves all the time. Do you want to be there right now? Mm-hmm. And Viewpoint's picture really translated that. So that's why we ended up making that decision. Yeah. It looks really pretty. Um, okay. Now we're going to talk about our biggest challenge. Well, we every issue we have some kind of snag. Something Someone wasn't available or you know we had to cut something for whatever reason. Sometimes it's space. Sometimes it's timing. It just doesn't look right. It didn't seem right for the reader. Um, this we we were talking about. So we we did best of San Diego this year and best of Tijuana um, because we want to look at this as a mega region. We know people are going back and forth. Our one our production assistant lives in Tijuana and he comes every day. So we like this idea that you know you're going there for lunch. So let's talk about what they have to offer and um, we were talking. So when we shoot things, we like lots of options and poor Richie he, he's our production designer our assistant production designer and he was bringing back objects to shoot here 
because all of our, our photographer and our studio and everything was scheduled in San Diego. And we, we were just talking about, I put this in the editor's letter about the different challenges that, you know, he could, one person can bring one liter of alcohol every 30 days. And we wanted to shoot a bunch of bottles of wine. So we didn't really have the time to give ourselves options. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing he was saying, you know, he brought back all these cakes from this really amazing bakery. And each one was in a box and he seat belted it into his car. <laughs> each one had a seat. And there was a lot of fruit on a couple of them, if you look at the photos. And he's like, uh, should I have declared that? <laughs> and, it's like, and then we just had, we had like interesting things come up this time because, and we've done um, addresses in Mexico a million times, but this time we were trying to stay consistent with the addresses we listed in uh, the best of San Diego, we always we always have these like little grammar discussions, and we get real deep. And this it's is the nitty gritty of working in a magazine. But it was because I, I find it very interesting. We were talking about how do we list the Spanish street ordinals. Um, so basically, San Diego Magazine spells out first through tenth, you know, as in First Avenue, we spell it out. And then we, and then Dan said, "Should I spell out primero through des, decimo? Am I saying that correct?" Um, and then we started, and then there were these abbreviations like H or eight V A, which is Octavia, Octava, Octava, and and that's eighth, eighth, and so and then there's like gender, so it could be eight V O, right? Uh, not for a street. No, not for a street. Okay, another thing See? we don't know. Something I learned in this issue. And um, so we were like, we want to be consistent. We want to be clear. We want people to find these places. And then there was this whole, like, you know, if it's Calle, how do you say, Segunda or Dos? Like, segunda. if you're saying Second Street, it's segunda. segunda. And then it was like, do we spell out two or you know, and then what does it say when you type it into Google Maps? And and then should we include the full formal name, including presidents? But no one really uses that. And and it was like this whole thing. I mean, it gets really deep. You can really get down a rabbit hole with grammar. And it was like really fun because I'm like learning Spanish. I mean, I took Spanish in school, but you know, it's like just the nitty gritty of like copy editing Spanish or how do you present the information. It was really interesting. I, I geeked out, but mm -hmm. I'm sorry if everyone just fast forwarded. Chipmunk <laughs> <laughs> speed. Hey, there are grammar people but out there. But it's really interesting. And it's like, hey, we're all learning something about each other. And we're learning how to navigate. And we're learning, you know, how to recognize streets and things. So I thought it was cool. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Veronica, you are in the best of feature. No surprise. We just told her she... Um, Basically, we like to keep all this stuff secret until it goes out on <laughs> newsstands for like, hi, Veronica, you're in the issue. Would you like to come? And, and she came to our podcast. We're so excited. And um, we basically, the way we pick um, our winners, or if you can call it that. So our best restaurants issue, which happens in June, the readers vote. And it's like a write-in poll or they, um, you know, they do it online. And but the best of is really editors and writers 
getting together and going, you know, these people are doing something really different. These people are so cool. Have you tried this? Oh my gosh, I this food was to die for. And it's it's like a compilation of like what we're in love with this year and who's cool and what's happening and where everyone needs to go. And so object came up and you've come up before, which is okay. It's okay if we talk about something that if it belongs on the best of, yeah, we should, you know, if, if we talked about it before, but it, it's awesome. It belongs on Best Up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you've got two boutiques now. Yes. With the same name. Let's let's hear a little bit from you about, so anyway, you're in the issue because you're awesome. <laughs> Your store's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. But um, tell us a little bit about Object. Well, Object is, um, it's a concept store that um, carries all Mexican design. And uh, from furniture, fashion, to jewelry, and even mezcal, and mm. gourmet food. And um, we opened three years ago in, on June. Mm-hmm. The first store was in, um, in the Red Light District, in the building where Escuela Libre de Arquitectura is, from Jorge Gracia. Okay. Mm-hmm. So part of the, um, the uh, whenever we decided to open, my, my partners are my sister and her husband, that it's the designer and owner of La Metropolitana, the furniture that we carry. Mm-hmm. And um, we both wanted, I designed bags also, so we both wanted a space. I wanted a space for my, my things. And he wanted to be in Tijuana like many other designers in Mexico City or around Mexico City. Because, you know, the nature of Tijuana being mm-hmm. close to San Diego and so far from, like, they're so far from it. Mm-hmm. So we decided to open a, like a bigger space mm-hmm. and invite these designers that we already knew that maybe were like mm-hmm. 12 at the moment. And, but like being, um, like knowing that it was a project that will become a business after five years, we needed a space that was um, affordable mm-hmm. and like start slow. So we opened this um, inside a building, it's in the red light district, so it doesn't matter if it's not on the, <laughs> on the you know, on the, like, on the street yeah. level. So it was by appointment. We, we paid a very low rent. That was very important. Otherwise, you're just out of the business very fast. Mm-hmm. And so not even like a payroll, right? Because I was opening by appointment. But the appointments are just very hard on Me- in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, so after less than a year, I decided to open with like an European schedule, like closing for lunch and not too many hours because I, I love it. When <laughs> I you want said that. The, the, yeah, me too. I want it back. <laughs> yeah. When you say the appointments are hard in Mexico is because... No, because just like no, nobody, especially for a showroom. I mean, yeah. normally, I mean, normally for a business meeting, you make an appointment and people just don't show up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine for like go and see furniture or like a dress that you saw on, on Instagram or yeah. something. So it's not important. Yeah. And if you're going all the way to to Calle Coahuila, that it was, is, even the location wasn't friendly, not, not only because it was a red light district, but like it took time, traffic, mm-hmm. no parking and things like that. So at the beginning we made events every two months, we presented the new designers mm-hmm. to bring people. So I actually, it was like actually calling, sending a text, mm-hmm. my mom, my sister, my friends, everybody was in charge of pulling 10, 15 people. And, and it worked because they all came and they all chopped but um chopped but um they wouldn't like really come every week to buy a present for Mm -hmm. whatever event they had so we really needed that and um so after growing and like like 
realizing that there was a demand and it was hard because we had to also um it's a cultural thing like people in tijuana cross the border to buy in san diego always mm-hmm. not only people from sometimes people from other places of mexico that live in tijuana don't have a passport or cannot cross the border and through through the years there's more like shopping spots in tijuana mm-hmm. and even us like like shop the american products in tijuana mm-hmm. because it's more common mm-hmm. But like the Mexican design and like to communicate the value of it, that is not only like Mexican, but like mm-hmm. it's, like it's great design. Yeah, so I, it's I, beautiful I have stuff. like the I have like the best the selection of the best designers in Mexico. So to explain people how like why they need to pay the same amount for this chair than for like any other, not a design chair from the U.S., but like mm-hmm. you know five hundred dollars, and uh, so that takes time, and it's still now. We're still growing. We've been open with for three years, so mm-hmm. we need two more years <laughs> to mm-hmm. get there, maybe, to make it like a real business. Mm-hmm. But still, we were growing all the time. So it arrived at a moment that um, an opportunity came to open this bigger store, also because we have furniture. So we needed a bigger space uh, to let people know that those furniture were on sale because they thought mm-hmm. that it was just part like the props, right, of the mm-hmm. store. And um, so we made the decision It was like we were nervous because we were paying three times more the rent. Aye. And uh, so we did that. We made the decision in the um, in the in that period of time. I met the person from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Since I was in this building with the architect studio, famous architect from Tijuana, yeah. and the school, we had a lot of um, renowned people from the industry coming in the store. That was a stroke of genius, by the way. Yeah. Like all the architects, all like the land institute, people like really, yeah. 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 So, and also Jorge has, um, with a partner, has, they have a, a, a craft beer in the same spot. So I would make events, the craft beer spot would open, and I would bring a food truck that they were like new at that moment, nobody uh-huh. knew them. So they would just like come without charging anything. They would park on the street and they would sell their food during the event. So the whole experience was like innovative. Not only the what they would find an object, but also the food was like nobody knew about Telefonica that now everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And and the beer. And, and Telefonica Gastro Park is sort of like a really cool hipster outdoor food court, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But at that moment, we kind of opened at the same time. So mm-hmm. nobody knew the chefs. So you guys kind of came, mm-hmm. were coming up so together. Was, yes. Yeah. So they were like, oh yes, I want to be at the event. So those people get to know me and it worked very well. Mm-hmm. After they became famous and they didn't want to know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not for free. You were in the New York Times Style Magazine, which is, by the way, so cool because you've gotten a lot of good press. I mean, yeah. And now, and now you have this pop-up in one bunk. In one bunk. So is there really a scene? I mean, how did you get these cool people and where did you find them? I mean, is, is it growing? It's growing or it's just getting more international? You mean the designers? Yeah, like and these just cool people that shop and want these, want Mexican designers. Are there, is the, or do you have more clients that are coming internationally Or are there, is there just a really cool the, the crowd, new, you know? The new location, moving to the bigger store, mm-hmm. that it's like, a, in Tijuana, they call it La Zona Dorada, like the golden zone, is like the nice area. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and like I said, after I opened, a month after, the the article was published from, mm. from, from wow. um, New York Times. So all these people that I have said, 
so many times and invited so many times to the Red Light District's location. <laughs> When they saw the article, it was like, okay, if the New York Times says it's cool, yeah. I'm going to go. And now it's like a block away, right? That's so funny. So I started getting all these people that I already knew or had invited. And it's, it's on hand. They go very often now. But still, like I, have, I need more people still. But that made it, made it very easy for people to like so, look So clo- that like, shop look is in this sort of ritzier area now. And so what area is, so One Monk Tijuana is like a very cool nine bedroom hotel, yes. correct? And it's from the team that did the Pearl Hotel, yes. Tacos Perla. And so they've opened up this really cool hotel in Tijuana that in, you book it through Airbnb, very cutting edge. And so he has a bunch of different components within the hotel. And so your newest shop is, is there, there, right? Yes. Okay. So I, I met um, uh, Greg. Mm-hmm. In, in this in Jorge's studio because mm-hmm. Jorge is the architect for yeah. the hotel so he was visiting every month and he became my client and I even made some zonkeys for the tacos ah that was the first <laughs> the first thing we did together nice because the, his logo was a zonkey yeah so I did Gomez <laughs> like because I already have you know the zonkey that I, that I do so um so he he was planning on doing the hotel and um, so he invited me from the be- almost from the beginning to move to, to the hotel. And uh, obviously it was a, best, a better location, like considering that I was in the red light district. Mm-hmm. That other area is more like walkable. It, it's walkable, the other one is not really. And, um, and when I, uh, and, and the other thing is that when I opened in, in downtown, like part, like part of the passion was to, um, to support the reborn period of Mexico, of mm-hmm. Tijuana Centro. Mm-hmm. So um, that was part of the communication, that was part of the intention to bring people back to, to downtown, local people. Mm-hmm. That um, also, uh, we started with Sexta, with La Mezcalera, then Caesars, like it was like based mm-hmm. on, obviously with the restaurants and this and that, but now it was a design store. Now the school, the architecture school, then the first design hotel was gonna open. So we agreed from before that I was gonna be in the hotel. So, and so after I opened the bigger store, I had to decide Mm. if I would like, I closed Mm -hmm. the original store. Obviously Jorge wanted the space because he's growing a lot. So there wasn't a problem (laughs) with me leaving the building. Always like with the um, knowing that I would come, uh, come back to downtown in uh, one bunk. So, but I, I opened when they opened two months ago in May, and um, and we're there. We're there. I mean, it's part of the. Comprom- I mean, I feel that like a compromise to to be part of that movement in in mm-hmm. Tijuana. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to be there, and um, so we're we're like we're looking forward to make it work takes effort because mm-hmm. when you have like the bigger store somewhere else but I mean we're hoping on like to make that um because I mean it, Tijuana is big but it's not that big mm-hmm. I mean so to make uh, that store like it's a smaller store it's like a boutique uh, hot, mm-hmm. hotel boutique so it's for like tourists for people that are walking around to make it easy to make to buy what kind of goods. stuff do you have in there the the smaller goods Mm -hmm. some clothing but without like a fitting room so it's just like ponchos Mm -hmm. and uh, things you throw like over over you without needing a fitting room jewelry and uh, home goods the gourmet things that i have books 
So it's packed with things. But what it's are like the a square, things? 20 square meter. What it's like people, a room, like a hotel room. What do people come to you for? Is it like furniture sells really well or the bags? Like what's like the number one request? Mm, at the beginning, the jewelry was very, like was the more demanded. But now we're selling a lot of furniture finally. That, that was very That's important. Cool. Especially mm-hmm. because... My, my partner is yeah. the, the owner, right? He's the yeah. furniture man. But um, it was the, 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 what made a difference is, was the space. Yeah. Like, it's interesting the home category is growing because retail is scary. It's scary right now to have a brick and mortar, but we're, we keep hearing that home decor, people want to put money into their home now. They're not, yes. and, and maybe they're staying home a little bit more. But mm-hmm. yeah, fashion is kind of like, it's more about home, the home category. It's very cool. And what? How is one bunk doing? Is it generally booked up or? It's there's they're kind of uh, going slow mm-hmm. because they're planning on having not only my store but other stores. Mm-hmm. Actually, on the second floor, the the other seven rooms that are not real that are, that are not finished are going to be small stores, and. Um, so, but that is, I mean, I'm the only one there right now. And they're also planning on having a coffee spot for people to come during the morning for meetings and have local people also in the, in the venue, in the, mm-hmm. in the space. Also cocktails, like a speakeasy on the, on the afternoon. Something quiet because it's a hotel. It's small, mm-hmm. small hotel, so you're going to have a lot, of, a lot of noise. And in the rooftop, there's also a, a project to make a beer garden also like with yoga in the mornings and oh, maybe so open cool. air movies and like so there's so more to cool. come there's more to come yes yes it's exciting times mm-hmm. i gotta yes. say by the way what is your background as far as des- were you always a designer because you kind of look like a model <laughs> <laughs> she is so beautiful there, there may be a photo you. on our website <laughs> <laughs> and just like you you know you're and you're very sti- for those of you who can't see she's very stylish and very good looking. <laughs> Do you- no, I'm a marketing major. Wow. Okay. Marketing major and I design leather bags and I'm, I'm not a designer but sometimes when you like have, yeah. you know when, you know yeah. you want to make stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um, I'm more focused on this store right now. Mm-hmm. I mean I haven't designed in a long time because then you get like yeah you're busy. wearing so many hats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. um, so that, and also I have another project that it's related. It's called Nero 48. Nero because it's it's black in Italian. So it's like the black market, informal 48. in a way. 48 because it lasts only 48 hours. And um, actually we did it in one bunk on December before it was open. So part of the strategy of Nero, it's uh, to launch a, a building or development, mm-hmm. like an experimental marketing strategy. And uh, and it and it's it's uh, we promote Mexi- we promote Mexican design, Mexican uh, culin- the culinary scene and mm-hmm. wine and beer. We mix it all together with music, and uh, so we make this all like creative industry strategy to bring people again to bring that market that we want to mm-hmm. bring from San Diego, from LA, from the nice area of Tijuana to this spaces that we want them to. And you just had it over July 4th weekend. I just had, yeah, yeah. I just mm-hmm. had the last one. Do you know when the next one will be? Yes. When? The next one is going to be, I mean, we always have it on December because it's natural for mm. a shopping period. And, but the next one is going to be in LA. Ooh, when is that going to be? That's going to be the set of the 11th and 12th of November. Cool. We're going to activate a space over there. Cool. So it's working. And awesome. where can listeners find you? I mean, we'll have links on our website, mm-hmm. but... 
how can they follow you or you're on Facebook, right? Yes. Is that what we're with object? It's object MX. Okay. Instagram and Facebook. We are going. You asked me who who are who are our clients in mm-hmm. object. We have it's like 50-50 from Mex from Tijuana and uh, from San Diego. Sometimes San Francisco people that know about this. That's I don't cool. know, like people from California or somewhere else, but that somehow come often to San Diego. But um, our regular customer is from Tijuana. Mm-hmm. It's just like people from the U.S. When they come, they get they get everything they want, but they're not gonna come come back soon you know they're not regulars not all of them but that's why we're like hurrying up with our online site that we're going to mm-hmm. have it soon cool so it's object so cool object.mx and i'm going to link to all this well, i'll have a blog post up on the website that'll link to veronica's store and instagram account and stuff like that um so you will find that easily yes wow you have a lot of projects i mean I this with a marketing brain <laughs> you're like nero cuarenta what you're is like it cuarenta nero cuarenta y ocho oh y ocho it, oh there's a lot going on here but it, it's all related it's yeah. all related so and it all kind of feeds and helps each other it doesn't feel like i, I get too distracted it's, i work with kind of like the same people i mean i have a different partner for nero cuarenta y ocho but still the designers some of them are the same. I invite our, my designers from Object to come to Tijuana. That's very important mm-hmm. for us to see, like, to make them see that it's worth traveling and coming to Tijuana to this new market. Obviously, they have proven that it, that they sell in Object, so they are motivated and they mm-hmm. come. And also from Duagon, that she's a very close friend, she carries other Mexican designers, so she invites her designers. So some of them came to this last edition. That's great. And um, and and we focus there like new, new like new entrepreneurs. They're starting. They need help to get structured, and we help them. Cool. This is yeah. so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate <laughs> thank it. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I love it. Um, and we're just gonna wrap up with some things going on our calendar. We have a long calendar in the back every month. Um, but just a couple of highlights. Uh, Farm to Bay is August 5th. Shout out to the South Bay. It's 40 vendors at the Living Coast Discovery Center. That should be cool. And then Art Walk is August 12th. That happens every year. 200 visual artists um, at Liberty Station. Um, best of San Diego party. <laughs> we have to talk about our own party. I mean, it's and it's at Liberty Station. It's August 18th. That's a really, really big one. It's like the most important event of your whole entire year. Yeah. <laughs> and you, they're really, they don't run out of food. I mean, you eat and eat and eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pregnant, so I'm going to. Definitely. <laughs> but there's also alcohol. <laughs> and the Latin Food Fest, same day. Um, that is at the Mar- Embarcadero Marina Park North. And that's that whole weekend. So you yeah. can go to Best of one day and then go to the Latin yeah. Food Fest another. Go the next day. <laughs> go the next Ours day. is a Friday. <laughs> Sip your way. Um, and then World Body Surfing Championships at Oceanside Pier. That is really cool. People think, eh. But no, these people are super hardcore mm-hmm. and they do super cool things. And it's good. I mean, it's it's. I was touched by all that stuff when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. it was like seeing what people could do in the water was like, body surfing this is, is not so swimming cool. lessons. That is just yeah. your body, no board. That's yeah. intense. That's super cool. And like... My dad is like 68, and I watch him like flip out of a wave. It's like, what? But it's like, cool, you know? <laughs> it's cool. Um, Bike the Bay is August 27th. This is like your one shot throughout the entire year to go across the Coronado Bridge, right? 
There's also the Navy Walk uh, uh, in Navy May. Walk. But this is cool because you can bike across the bridge and then it's a 25 mile ride. It goes Imperial Beach, Chula Vista, National City. So it's a whole big route. It's really cool. I have to talk myself every time I drive over the bridge. I just have to be like, "Come on, come on, you can get there." I know. <laughs> I always get a little bit of a heart palpitation. <sighs> I actually, I don't like to be in that outer lane because that just makes me nervous. I feel like I'm gonna fall off. Like my car will just like tip over or something. And it's like you want to look at the view. You want to look at the view, but oh, it's like so nerve wracking. Yeah. And it, I just, I don't know. People do it every day. So, but and I definitely can't bike across it because it would take me even oh longer. God, no. <laughs> but to those of you who want to do it, August twenty seventh. Props to you. <laughs> and Veronica, thank you so much for coming. Good thank luck you. with Object. Everyone, look for her events and online store coming up. And um, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, David M at SDMag.com. <laughs> and we have links to everything on SDMag.com as well. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you for the September issue. Bye. 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 Adios. Adios. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited.